Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. This is Merle Hutchinson, joined today by my beautiful wife, Miss Linda Hutchinson. Hey, Linda, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, but I am itching. I'm itching to get started. <laughs> what are you itching for? Well, I'm itching because we have a special guest today. And so if you're listening on a podcast, you can't see. But if you're watching on YouTube, then you see we have a special guest, a friend of ours, Scarlett Hudson. So we're excited about having Scarlett on. Yes, we on. do. And I'm going to put a disclaimer up front. Normally, we're doing a little bit of teasing and joking around. But mm. this will be most likely. Uh, one of the most serious shows that we ever do Mm. and um, we want to give it its due justice in terms of handling it with respect the topic that we're going to talk about and of course Scarlett uh, and the work that you do Mm. so we're going to be in a serious mode here but I think um, as you see the topic that we're going to talk about you're going to see exactly why Um, so Scarlett we want to welcome you to the rock solid radio show Thank okay. You. <laughs> and um, today we're going to be talking about, I'm going to use probably not always the right words, but trafficking, mm-hmm. okay? Sexual trafficking. I think sometimes we've heard like human trafficking stuff, mm-hmm. but. What do you prefer, Scarlett? Yeah. Um, well, we deal with the sex trafficking portion. Okay. Human trafficking encompasses mm-hmm. like, um, would be our um, people coming up from Mexico and mm-hmm. being okay. used as laborers mm-hmm. right. um, against their will and not being paid for their services. And so we see a lot of that too around okay. farming communities and right. stuff yeah. like so that. So sex trafficking is when we are seeing people against their will being put in the sex industry. Absolutely. That, okay, yes. so yes. just for the clarity. So that's why mm. this is such mm. uh, a difficult and serious subject. And I also, we're gonna get into so much of this, but um, here we are in the wonderful Midwest mm. <laughs> and you're mm. telling us it's right under our nose. Absolutely. Um, Ohio is fifth in the nation for sex trafficking. Mm. That's just crazy. And a lot of that has to do with um, addiction. Mm. Mm. So yeah. where you find a lot of addiction and people that can't work and still need money for drugs, you're going to mm-hmm. see sex yeah. trafficking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking about that um, in our show this this episode, but we first want to thank our sponsors who have really come alongside us to have important conversations about things like this. And so we want to first thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions for coming alongside Rock Solid Radio, as well as Maxwell Construction. So thank you to both of those community partners who have really walked alongside us in having these tough conversations. Yeah. We just need to thank all you listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have had a major uptick in our uh, listener and viewer base here in the last uh, month and a half or so. And we just credit a lot of that to um, quality topics and just getting our guests on here. And Mm -hmm. just we appreciate our listeners out there and our viewers. Please, if if you appreciate and like what we're doing here at Rock Solid Radio and in our ministry of Rock Solid Families, please give us a Mm five-star rating. Listen to our shows. Share our shows, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, These are the kinds of topics that um, I want to be very careful in any of our shows not to spend too much time whining and complaining Mm -hmm. because we do need to bring (laughs) topics up to the surface so that we know that they are a problem. But I really want to be more problem-solving. What can we do, okay? Um, Because way too much... 
out on the podcast industry and the news is all about just you know basically putting a light on some of the obvious mm -hmm. how do we solve the problem and so we're going to dig yeah. deep so. i love the story of jesus of the man lame man by the pool where mm -hmm. he looked at them and said do you want to get well right and i know that's a huge theme that you use with your girls mm -hmm. scarlet and we're going to get to that but you know we believe here that we have the power god has given us the power to really redeem Absolutely. those things those broken places those wounds that we've had and so we're really here to talk about that and how we can be part of the solution so we're thankful that you're here today Thank so you. you know we want to get to a little bit more more about Scarlett. So Scarlett, you and I, girl, are Northern Kentucky girls. Oh now, if you're listening gosh. to this in Ireland or India, you're not going to understand yeah. this, but we live in the Cincinnati Tri-State area, and we are from the other side of the river. That's right. Girl, yeah, tell they, me a little bit. They grew up like about a mile and a half away from each other. We didn't other. even know each other. And here I am, this poor Indian who's you're trying to be with these wild cats. No, you're a West Side Cincinnati. Don't uh, lie. I, well, I'm, I'm a half and half. I'm yeah. a split duck, so yeah. which makes me a mutt. Yeah. yeah. But no, tell us a little bit, Scarlett, of just a little bit about your background and, and where you've been and where you came from. Okay, so I came from Northern Kentucky. Woo! Um, I was born in 1958, so I'm old. Um, and we didn't I, ask you to say. Well, that. I'm, I'm, I'll give <laughs> that a free. That's free. That's, okay. that's, a, younger, younger that's a free. That's a free. Yeah. That's a free thing. Um, I went to high school at Dixie Heights High School. Go Colonels! Yeah, dumb and um, then I went to Eastern Kentucky University. Um, didn't feel the social work nursing thing there so mm. i left and went to cosmetology school and the rest is history um <laughs> i ended up working for matrix l'oreal for many years and mm. then trust us so i really only have had three real serious jobs wow. in my 63 years wow right that's crazy hair was one what were hair the others one. i was a corporate trainer okay for matrix and l'oreal and then i was education director for Tressa Inc., which started in on your side of town in Western Hills. Yeah. Wow. So how okay. in the world do you get from the world of cosmetology to sex trafficking? Good question. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to hear this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I ask job. God that all the time. What happened? Um, okay. So um, from the time I was really, really little, I always had this um, pulling towards God. Mm. Always. Um, I was molested from the time I was three to I was eight. My parents don't know, mm. never will know. I won't tell them. My father's gone and my mother is still here. Mm. Um, there's a lot of guilt and shame uh, that's driven through that. Mm. And so as I became older, um, you hide mm. a lot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I did a lot of things I'm not proud of. A lot, the crowns. a lot of crowns, things girl. I'm not proud of. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, drugs. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, this sounds crass, but I told the girls, you know, uh, I gave it away. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and they're like, oh, no, Mama Scar, you would mm -hmm. never do anything like that. And that's the redeeming part mm -hmm. of Jesus, yeah. right? So they can see the redeeming part yes. of Jesus, what he's done in my life. And so... Um, I took my Emmaus walk mm. when I was 30 years old and mm. just come out of a nervous breakdown mm. complete and was redeemed through that. And God pretty much just, you mm. know, when he lays you flat out, mm. 
you're going to listen. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's pause here because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are listening who have never heard of a walk to Emmaus. Oh. And it is an amazing experience. It's a non-denominational retreat that mm -hmm. men take and then women take separately, mm -hmm. different weekends of the year all over the country where people come together and experience Jesus Christ in a way they've never experienced before. And I was just telling you before we started recording, I believe one of the first times I met you, you were on the team that led my Emmaus walk. I think so. <laughs> and, and it's crazy to think that that was probably 20 years ago mm -hmm. and that God has brought full circle our ministries together yeah. in a way that we can be used by him. And so I agree that we all have those skeletons in our closet that Satan could use against us. But yeah. if we bring it into the light, God can redeem them. Absolutely. So I'm excited that Emmaus was where he got your attention. Oh, boy, did he. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He did. I, Which, by I, the way, there was a website, I believe. I think it's... Yeah, Southeastern in Indiana Mayus Community. There you and, go. And uh, our walks are in October this yeah. year for men and women. Yeah. So. so you can actually Google Walk to Emmaus and find it in your local community. It's great for people um, who are uh, moving into leadership in their churches. Mm. Um, because you work a walk and then you give back by, mm -hmm. or you take your walk, then you serve. give back by serving. Yeah. And so there are many levels that you serve under. Mm -hmm. Our girls mm -hmm. that are at the farm right now are going on their walk oh, cool. this October. Oh, boy, that'll so be So that'll be part of their uh, recovery and their journey process, and they're yeah. super excited. Yeah. 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 So we didn't even mention the ministry that you are currently the founder of, the CEO of, and that's the Women of Alabama. Alabaster. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about how your experience and your 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 revelation with God brought you to that place of giving back. Okay. So in um, 2010, I, I uh, the Lord just laid it on me that I needed to go to Bible college, and I'm like, really? Because mm. I travel all the time, <laughs> right. and I'm never home now as it is. And um, my the end of my career was ten years at Tressa, which was is in Hebron, Kentucky. So I did travel some. I was able to make it home on Tuesday nights to go to class and mm. fly back out the next day, wow. um, and then work hair shows all weekend and come back in and do it again. You need a little bit more on your schedule. I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, when you work in the corporate world, and I think God was getting me ready for this mm -hmm. because you have to be able to be on your feet, turn on a dime. And you can't procrastinate mm. because you procrastinate, people die. Mm. So, uh, and that's just the bottom line. So, um, I w started going to Bible college. Uh, someone at my church said, hey, why don't you come out on the street with us and um, serve the homeless on Monday nights? And so, wow. I started going downtown on Vine Street when the homeless center was there um, feeding and met a, a boatload of pe great people um, that were just lost mm. and, you know, been put in dire straits yeah. for whatever reason. And then they said, well, why don't you come under the bridges with us? That's a whole nother, Holy cow. that's a whole nother <laughs> city and yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, they got couches, <laughs> heaters, and yeah. Yeah. you would be surprised what's under mm -hmm. the I-75 bridge. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And then on Friday nights, they, and the pastor that led it said, I really feel like your calling is going to be this ministry. Wow. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, this is the prostitution ministry is what he said to me. Mm -hmm. So that night I went, um, I met a girl at, 8th Street. Uh, it was the Holiday Inn down there. Um, now it's Equality. Mm. And um, it, it was the end of our night. And 
uh, I noticed her across the street in front of the hotel and she was crying. So I told the pastor, I said, y'all go ahead. I'm just going to go over there and just check and see how she is. Um, and I could tell she'd been beat up. She said the guy up in the hotel had mm -hmm. pistol whipped her, locked her in a room, made her have sex with multiple people, and uh, she needed to get away. Mm -hmm. So she and I went behind the Holiday Inn, which wow. was probably not the brightest thing in the world. <laughs> but, the you know, sometimes spot. when you're naive, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like, okay, oh, yeah, she needs yeah, help, yeah. and yeah, I'm crazy enough to go back behind this building and hide with her and um, stayed with her for quite a while that night. And she did have a cell phone. So I was able to communicate with her through the night to make sure that she was okay. Um, on my way home, I lost it. Mm -hmm. I just completely, uh, I just cried from, you know, down in Laura Price Hill all the way to Dillsboro, Indiana, <laughs> right where I live. And I'm coming Ooh. in. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. My husband's like, where, where have you been? You been? Yeah. You know? he didn't call the squad looking for oh you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he's like, what happened? So I told him. And that night, I knew mm. that was it for me. Wow. Mm. That was what it. year was that? That was in 2010. Wow. So in 2012, I signed up for my 501c3. I got it in 2013, thanks to my husband. He sold <laughs> his Harley. Oh. He sold his Harley, and he brought me mm. my first van. I was doing it out of my brand new car, mm. oh. uh, which he was not real happy <laughs> yeah, yeah. with. And, you know, I'm spilling chili all over <laughs> it. And, you Bringing know, the girls' food. People are all in my car, mm. getting in and out of that dirty city. Mm. And um, so he, I guess he'd had enough, and so I'm just going to sell this Harley. I got, I got no dog in this show. That thing's going. She's getting a van. So I'll never forget one That's Friday. A good he's mm -hmm. great. He paid for my 501c3 too. Yeah. Um, that night, when I got, I flew in on a Friday night, and I pulled in my driveway, and I saw that van sitting there, and I was mm -hmm. like, Oh my lord! Mm -hmm. You know, it's I, real. I this was so real. excited. This thing was a piece of junk <laughs> 2004 something yeah. is that what you drove me around because yes is that's what you sold that van no we gave it away okay because i remember coming down to the streets yeah. with you and you driving me around absolutely that and thing man, oh lord yeah. we're lucky we made it up and back <laughs> but anyway it made it for a couple years and we gave it away to another ministry because you know with 501s you can't you're not mm -hmm. supposed to so you should give everything mm -hmm. away so we did, and I got another one, and then um, I got a, the SUV that's sitting out in your driveway. There you go. So God has just been really faithful yeah. and mm -hmm. really good yeah. to us. So I quit my job in 2015, Wow. much to my husband's dismay, because <laughs> um, I was 55, and mm. um, he wasn't real happy with me. Mm. Um, well, it gets very real now. It, we're, hitting, it's, we're hitting pocketbooks. We're hitting yeah. time. Yeah. All of this gets But you took a leap real. of faith there, Scarlett. Yeah. Well, I really God, felt like it was time. Yeah. yeah. And, and God led you to this ministry. And, man, I've seen the work that you've done. And a lot of people out there who don't know about Women at Alabaster, give them some idea of the services and the um, things that you provide or help with for these women and some guys in yeah. sex trafficking yeah so we do have women and transgender men that we minister with 
Um, so we have a day ministry downtown Cincinnati. We've been in two locations. The first one was in the basement of an old church. Which I was there. Yeah, you yep. were there. Yep. And then we moved to our new location, which is near City Link downtown, which is a great, great, it's, it's just a phenomenal organization for people that are coming out of mm. the streets, need help. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful. I love them. And uh, so we're right next door to them. Okay. Uh, we are, we're in a building where we now have a medical floor. Wow. And we also have then our floor. So typically what happens in the day ministry, we're right down where the girls work that are still in active addiction and on the street. And they come in. Um our focus is to make sure they know who Jesus is mm. because we have had 13 girls die since last March. Mm. And so it's very important to us that they accept Jesus and know who he is because mm. if they um, can't come off the street or are unable to do that, we know that if mm. you make a decision for Christ, he comes mm. to live inside of you. Mm. No matter what wreck you're life is he comes to live in and so we believe that that's the most important thing we should offer these women and you know what scarlett and i think this is important for our listeners because some people have the misconception that we clean up our act first Mm -mm. and then jesus invites us in no 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 he sits in there with our messiness and he he helps us he gives us that hope he gives us that help that hand up to get out of that mess so you don't have to clean yourself up to receive jesus christ as your lord and savior he is the one that's going to redeem and he is going to be the one that heals absolutely from the inside out you know i've had girls come in in downtown to the ministry come in my office and just slide down the wall Mm. and say if you don't help me right now Mm. um, i need jesus right now and so it's quite amazing Mm. um that 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 happens on a regular basis and i have to tell you that 90 percent of the women that we minister to know God and know Jesus. Mm. And they tell us all the time, if it wasn't for him, I'd be dead. Mm. So they're very well aware Mm. of God and who he is. And a lot of them have spent time in jail. Mm. So their reading material was the Bible. And some of them know the Bible, I think, better than some people sitting in the church. Because they can talk the Bible with you. Isn't it crazy that even in solitary confinement, where you're not allowed to have anything or anybody, the only thing you're allowed to have is a Bible. Is that weird? And these are secular prisons Mm -hmm. that that's what they allow. Mm -hmm. Well, it may be weird, but it's great. It's great. But it's it's just funny because like they... They don't deny the truth, but yet they... Even these girls know where hope comes from. Absolutely. And I think that that's such a missing link for a lot of people. You Mm -hmm. know, what do you have if you don't have the hope of Christ? Mm -hmm. And and that's where these these ladies do perish. But they need some practical help, too. So what kind of practical help do you provide? We have uh, counselors there. Uh, We help them get into detox facilities. Um, We'll take them if they'll go. Uh, last year we opened a home for women it's in the country it's a farm which God showed me that Mm. in 2013 I drew it it was very Maxwell construction company would not want me to work for them I'm glad there's people that do what they do Um, but God gave me this vision and um, you know seven years later at the beginning Mm. of COVID in March I get taken to this farm out in the middle of nowhere and I'm like really God right now now? (laughs) it's been seven years and so this lovely man and his wife who are Emmaus folks Mm. um he knew uh, 
what my vision was because he'd heard my talk at Emmaus. Mm. So um, his father passed away, and we were said, you know, come here and do the ministry. Wow. Amazing couple. We Mm. love them. And um, so we started Agape Farm um, August 3rd. We have next well, in a couple of weeks, we'll be having a year anniversary, wow. which seems totally impossible. Um, we've had six women through there. Uh, it's uh, I've been staying there through the week Oof. and going home on the weekends. We have weekend mamas that come and stay with the women. Um, it's been a little bit of a challenge. So wow. I think God was getting my husband ready for this because <laughs> I was always on the road anyway for 30 years. So, yeah. hey, he's used to I don't to know her. where she's at. She's yeah. just not here. She's right? all over the country. Uh, so and, and God bless him because he supports me 100% mm. with what I do. There's been many times I have thrown up my hands and said, I'm done. Mm. I can't take this anymore. Um, it's a very... Um, mm hard ministry it's not for the faint of heart people see the outside we make it look pretty sometimes what Mm -hmm. we do and that it's easy but it's not Mm -hmm. so um we do still do out street outreach um four times a month two two wednesdays downtown and then two in hamilton we've kind of opened up the door to hamilton because that is a an area that needs a lot of help and uh, we are have plans to open a day ministry up there as well wow wow so a lot going on for women at alabaster and so you have a website um that they could look at mm-hmm. and and maybe even connect with as far as volunteering donating yeah. what is that womenofalabaster.org okay womenofalabaster.org yeah. and so we really encourage you to do that but you know scarlett Obviously, as Merle said, we're trying to be proactive Mm -hmm. and we're trying to help our community, one, with awareness, and two, are there any common denominators that the women you serve, you see? Uh, Well, I would say that almost all of them have trauma, Mm. Um, early childhood trauma, Mm. unresolved, like myself, unresolved mm-hmm. early childhood trauma that can find its way out in many and sundry things. Mm-hmm. So, um, and some of the women, their mothers were out there mm-hmm. or they've been mm-hmm. put out there by an uncle mm-hmm. or, you know, a boyfriend, yeah. Yeah. a so-called boyfriend, mm-hmm. I don't use that term loosely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they find themselves in these dire straits. Um, you know, some of our, the youngest girl I saw out there was 11. She was with her dad. That was when I first started going out. He told out on me, the streets. Out on the street on McMicken, and he told me he was taking her to get ice cream. I said, mm. well, sir, there's no ice cream parlors mm. anywhere close to here. Mm. Um, so that was very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the oldest woman uh, was probably 59. You know, so if you're listening out there, what we're saying is, is that if you or someone you love has experienced childhood trauma, Mm -hmm. get help now. Help to heal those wounds in a healthy, biblical way so that they don't manifest themselves later and feeling worthless Mm -hmm. or hopeless or like trash Mm -hmm. where they literally don't think they deserve anything better than being pistol whipped in the street or in a hotel room. Absolutely. You know, and so please, please, because it's happening in all of our neighborhoods, in our next door, (laughs) in our, in our own home. 
And so we need to get ahead of this to make sure that we can do. So before we close, what do you want our listeners to know, Scarlett? Um, what do you want to leave them with, especially our parents? You know, how can we help to keep this from happening to someone we love? Okay, so, you know, uh, uh, be careful how early you give your kids cell phones. Mm. Can, you I, say that, can you say that again for a listening audience? For the person in the back of the room that may not believe what mm, we're saying. Right. Mm. Be careful how early mm. you give your kids cell phones. Mm. Um, these traffickers are very savvy. Yeah. Okay. And um, they don't care. Yeah. Okay. So... If you have a child that is shy, they go mm. after shy, overweight, backward, backward awkward. children. Mm-hmm. They will go to malls and search them mm-hmm. out. Um, they will go to churches and search them out. Mm-hmm. Don't think that just because you're in a church you're safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen predators, I call them predators, in a church, church situations, mm-hmm. um, and that's sad mm-hmm. to say. I hate to even say that, mm-hmm. but, but we hear that a lot. Um, and, and being on computers, mm. kids should never be left alone Having in front of a computer. Places, right? Uh, you, you, you should never leave your kid. You should always monitor what they're doing on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, the games that they're playing now, uh, Fortnite and those kinds of games, um, there's a way for these people to get in the back door on those mm-hmm. games and, um, yeah. Because they know those Well, I know they're, they're playing with headsets on mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they don't even really know who they're talking right. to. They the don't. Right. Yeah. They don't. And there's predators yeah. on the other side of many of these games. Um, be careful. Yeah. Um, it's in the suburbs. We're mm-hmm. not safe in the country. <laughs> in fact, that's a place to hide children, mm-hmm. um, typically with domestic minor sex trafficking. That's kids under the age of 18. They are hidden in houses. Mm. Uh, they're not exposed. They're not put out on the street. So you don't see these as street kids, so to speak. You, no. Like you said, they're in apartments, hotels, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, houses. If you're a realtor, mm-hmm. if you're a realtor, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and did a talk for some realtors up in Dayton, Ohio, and it was amazing what they were telling us. And mm-hmm. I said, well, you witness trafficking in your building mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that yeah. you own. Yeah. One of the things that I've heard you say before, Scarlett, is that you know who your children are hanging around with, that mm-hmm. you know their friends, you know those friends' families, that you you know, get to know that, that those friends that you just don't say, oh, you can spend the night at so-and-so's house. Mm-mm. You don't even know so-and-so's family that you get to know personally, that you know their numbers, their names, where they live and what they do, so that you're not just kind of assuming everybody has the right intentions, because they, they don't. They don't. Um, you know, I work with Shared Hope International, which deals with domestic minor sex trafficking, and there is a, a video we play at the beginning of our trainings called The Chosen. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls was a cheerleader in her youth group, mm-hmm. great grades, uh, upper middle class family and this she worked at a little uh cafe i guess this boy came in and mm-hmm. um some traffickers paid him to get girls out of the school lined up for them and um he befriended her mm-hmm. became her boyfriend mm-hmm. uh took her off to seattle washington the first night they were there he set her up stripping mm-hmm. uh, and it just escalated from there uh, she did get saved, 
um, by her ex-boyfriend, mm. who she she took her mom and dad's car, and she called him and said, "I need to get mom and dad's car back to her." So when she, when she came to his house, the lady that runs Shared Hope was there to talk to her. Wow. And um, explain to her what had happened. So trafficker, trafficking, sex trafficking is forced fraud or coercion. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, if your kids show up with things you didn't buy them mm-hmm. that are expensive, that's what this guy did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he gave her money. Mm-hmm. He did shoot a video of had sex with her. Mm-hmm. Shot a video. Oh, your your pastor will, you know, think bad of you. You're going to ruin your mom and dad's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, blackmail. Blackmail. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. Yeah. very sick and twisted. You know, that's a good point, Scarlett. That our kiddos, our teenagers, do not need access to a ton of money. Mm-mm. And so, if they have a lot of money, or you give them a lot of money, or they make a lot of money, please do some monitoring. Please do some oversight of where that money's going, what it's being spent on, because it may be drugs. Mm-hmm. It may be pornography it may whatever it just it's it's kind of a recipe for disaster absolutely <laughs> you know they say that the average kid i think i saw this a couple few years ago was 80 some odd dollars a week to spend mm. that's what the kids get that's that's yeah. a lot of money yes, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money and if they already mm-hmm. have everything they need mm-hmm. what are they spending yeah. the 80 some odd dollars on right. yeah. um because watch your kids if they start losing weight um, mm. Look at their arms. If they start cutting, mm-hmm. cutting is a clear sign that um, they've been sexually offended. Yep. Okay, uh, I see that or a lot. Some kind of ch- childhood trauma. Yeah. I see it a lot. Yeah. So what? Um, I, I'm from what you're saying here. I'm not sure if I'm getting a very clear, I'll say, stereotype of a predator. But what? What do predators, what are they like? Is there a way that you can help people identify Sniff predators? Yeah, I mean, is there... <laughs> oh, I wish. You know, because... Yeah, honey, that would I be mean, great if we are, had that. Are, are we mostly looking at men, or are women just as much involved in this on the backside of the industry? Um, um, higher up would be women. Um, and, uh, you know, there are bottom, and I won't say the other word that goes mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. that are female pimps. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have a girl that doesn't feel right about herself, then they can, you know, they're looking for that figure mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. that is going to give them what they need. Or if they mm-hmm. ha- don't have a mother that's over loving and mm-hmm. that, well, you know, then you can draw them in that way. Yeah. But um, it, it, it doesn't know any socioeconomic. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Our geographical, we're on the corridor, what I call the corridor. So corridor would go from Detroit to Indianapolis, down 74 into Cincinnati, over mm. to 75 and all the way down to Florida. Florida. Mm. So we so moving mm. moving people is easy mm. yeah. that way. Um, so pay attention <clears throat> to the cars around you when you stop at... Mm. Um, gas stations when you're mm. traveling, um, make eye contact with kids that you see with older people that don't quite look like <laughs> who they should be with, right? Yeah, um, make watch, be yeah. aware. Jesus tells you know we we need to help one another. Yep, yep. 
to help each other, we have to be aware of each right. other. And I, I think not just the, the creepy stranger in the car in the gas station, but what about the older gentleman who befriends your daughter or their friends, and it's just getting too close, mm -hmm. too comfortable, too intimate. Mm -hmm. That's a red flag, okay? There should be boundaries there, healthy boundaries with especially younger and older people that just keep things, you know, no private conversations, mm -hmm. no intimate, you know, emails and texts and snaps. Like, let's make sure we keep that at bay because right. that's kind of where it breeds. I see it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, adults shouldn't be allowed to touch your kids. No. No. Mm -hmm. or have secret conversations no. and relationships mm -hmm. either. No. And we need to tell our kids that really young, mm -hmm. really early, yeah. so that when they are a teenager, they already know that's not okay. It's not okay. That they're sneaking around and asking you to hide or sneak mm -hmm. or lie to the people that you trust in. Right. We're trying flags. to make adults out of kids. We need to stop it. Yeah. Because we're seeing a whole generation lost. Mm -hmm. And it's just not for this particular subject, mm -hmm. but we're seeing a whole generation of kids that are completely lost that have not been allowed to be kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. I played with Barbies till I was 13. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, if you play mm -hmm. with Barbies till you're 13 today, they think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you climb a tree at age 10, you, you're weird because you should be in playing Game Boy or, or not mm -hmm. Game Boy. That's a really old, That's yeah. really old <laughs> Xbox or whatever. Right. But, but I also see Scarlett not just trying to force them to be an adult as much as um, there's almost a level of neglect because mm -hmm. there's no parental Supervision. interaction. Yeah. And so the kids are home by themselves mm -hmm. and Bored. boredom mm -hmm. and the computer and the phone, as you mentioned before. And so mom and dad both working and they have all this idle time. Mm -hmm. And so it's not of a kid's nature <laughs> to just always want to go out and play, especially when it's there aren't any friends in the neighborhood mm -hmm. or whatever. So I have to entertain myself <laughs> or it's yeah. hot. So um, it, it's, it's very difficult uh, for the kids, mm -hmm. and it's very easy for them to get distracted by things that yes. have glitter. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're not parents because we're to be their best friend. Mm. Right. You're their mom and you're their dad. You know, God has gives us a snapshot of what that looks mm -hmm. like. You know, so from zero to six, you're, you're training. Mm -hmm. From six to 18, you're teaching. Mm -hmm. And then you you send them off to college, and hopefully with all the teaching and training you've mm -hmm. given them mm -hmm. and their foundation in Christ, mm -hmm. they're ready to go out and do yeah. what, and you can release them knowing that you yeah. have given them the best part of you, yeah. Yeah. right? And, you know, Scarlett, what's interesting is that I've known you for many years, and your nickname is Mama Scar. Yeah. And it's because a lot of these, especially girls and mm -hmm. young women, they didn't see that growing up. They didn't have that teaching and that training and that loving and those guardrails and, and parameters to limits to understand. Right. And you've given them that. And so you have a whole generation of young women now who are learning that because of you and your ministry and the other women on your team that have just loved these women to know Christ and to know what healthy looks like. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We all can do that. We Everybody. all can do that. And so if you're listening out there and there's someone that God has put in your life that maybe didn't have that upbringing, who didn't see that in their own home, be that person in a healthy 
respectable way, be that person that shows them what who God is, what hope is, what healthy looks like. And that's what we need to do as body of believers and followers of Christ. Absolutely, because we're told to go out and make disciples. Yeah. Disciple one, help them disciple another yeah. one. And it's just like this trickle down effect. And yeah. when you have the body of Christ mm. being the body of Christ, Whew. You have a, changed a whole generation Amen. of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know um, that's why we, you know, when I was younger, my parents didn't go to church, but I, I as I told you at the beginning, I had this draw. I mm-hmm. knew I was going to need God at a very early <laughs> age, and um, He never left me, even yeah. in my mess. And you know, my parents would take me and drop me off, mm. right? Oh. Um, be that family that goes mm-hmm. to church together. Yeah. Churches aren't for uh, uh, pretty places at all mm-hmm. the time, but you know what? Neither is life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, the it's Bible says... It's not a says, museum for saints. It's no. a hospital for sinners. The Bible says, train up a child as he yeah. should go. Yeah. When he gets old, guess what? He yeah. remembers. I remembered everything yeah. that God, that the people that poured into me at the churches I went to, everywhere we moved, there was a church. Mm. It was... God, yeah. you know, there yeah. was one in our backyard, literally. That's cool. That's cool. In Lookout Heights, um, St. Paul United Church of Christ, they were building it when we moved in. That's cool. All I had to do is walk out the back door and up mm. a little hill. God, yeah. you know, God places Himself at the places we need Him. Yep. And we just have to when open our him. eyes and yeah. see Him. Yeah. So, be- as we kind of close here, Scarlett. What is what is one thing you want to leave our listeners with, making sure that we've covered what you wanted to cover? But what would be something that you would want to leave our listeners with and help them to understand or to remember as they listen to the show and maybe pass it along to someone else? Don't judge. Mm. Don't judge. Mm. Don't judge. You don't know what's going on. You don't. Mm. You know, uh, we were on the street a couple of weeks ago. This girl was covered and mess sores. Mm. There, I couldn't stick my little finger between anywhere mm. on her body. Wow. And she pulled up her little shirt and she showed me she's five mm. months pregnant. Mm. And um, we always pray with the girls on the street after we give them something to eat. And um, and she said, I don't know if you should touch me or not. And Jesus said, oh, yes, you are. Mm. And I just laid my hand on her stomach and began to pray for her. Wow. And um, she started bending over. It was like she was given into Christ. Mm. And if I had judged her, mm. oh, Lord, what mm-hmm. would that, as a pastor, what does that mean? What, what does that say about me? Um, yeah, we need to be conscious of what's going on. Right. Um, and there are ways to protect yourself. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Um, but she needed somebody to touch her, mm. and God knew that. And so just don't judge. Yeah. Don't judge anybody. Yeah. Love them the way Christ loved us. Just it, We didn't deserve that. We don't deserve his love. And mm-hmm. so those that we're going to see, those that we're going to help, maybe somebody lives right next door or somebody that walks in your home, that they need to see the love of Christ in us mm-hmm. and they see it in you. And yeah. so we're so thankful for you, Thank Scarlett, you. and just the ministry that you've done and the way that God has used you, even in your mess, you know, <laughs> and, and that mess. he has taken that and become your message mm-hmm. and um, your ministry. And so we're so thankful for you. Thank you. And uh, we thank you for just spending this time with us. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a great, great message. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, 
I wish we could see us getting a handle on it, but I think mm. um, you know one of the reasons why rock solid families exist is because the family is the first preventative yes. solution to these things, mm -hmm. and uh, a strong family, a healthy family, mm -hmm. uh, bringing our kids up right. And so, um, if you Not as a perfect. parent are wondering, no, we know mm -hmm. that part for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you as a parent are wondering what you can do in your own home, start with your family, start mm -hmm. with your marriage, mm -hmm. keep keep your marriage solid, keep your kids as solid in terms of bringing them up in mm -hmm. the church or with Christ and, and teaching these values of, of how mm -hmm. to grow and protect and, and to know God's Forgive, word. Yeah. Um, so what a huge uh, message here. Scarlett, thank you so much for this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this is a type of show that you do share and hopefully this is a type of show that is on the preventative side mm -hmm. um, scarlett you get to see kind of the the emergency room mm -hmm. side you're out mm -hmm. on the street seeing that but as much of much of our work we want to be on the proactive side absolutely and so if we can get this to younger uh, families and parents to say hey uh, this is nothing that we ever want to deal with mm -hmm. um, yeah. how we can start doing things the right way in our yeah. community yeah and invite us in to do shared hope training which is yeah. education training mm -hmm. for domestic minor sex trafficking it's geared toward churches we have a mm -hmm. faith-based program and youth groups yeah. and you know make make your congregation aware yeah. mm. Um, make your moms and dads, it's responsible, yep. being responsible. Make your mom and dads aware so we don't have another generation that finds themselves trapped out there right. with, um, like you said, no hope. Because yeah, when no. you lose hope, sure. then that's when suicide and a number mm -hmm. of other things come in. Yeah. Yeah. We can't bury our heads in the sand. Mm -hmm. So as we close today, again, we want to thank our sponsors, Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for coming alongside Rock Solid Radio and important shows like this one. And we thank you for Scarlett. Again, womenofalabaster.org is how you can get connected to Scarlett Hudson's ministry and the women that just minister to those that are on the street in, in crisis mode mm -hmm. and really in very fragile situations that they just need to know and understand the love of Christ and get the help that they need. So we appreciate your help. So, you. so we want to again thank all of you for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana.